Attention students, the Jabroni University Network is now in session. Please make your way to class. Hey everybody, it's uh, your host Daniel Slorzno here with Bonesaw. Yo. And we want to do a little just retrospective about Razor Ramon because he unfortunately passed away, which is uh, really sad. Doubly especially sad for Bonesaw because he was uh, Bonesaw's childhood favorite, man. Sucks. Was, yeah, man, he was my first. Getting getting beat up by Diesel. Broke my little my little Bonesaw heart. But he was so cool. And the Razor's Edge, I think, is still one of the coolest finishers. And part of the reason why I like Lance Archer, because he does him, basically, a <laughs> Razor's Edge. And that makes me like it. And yeah, man, it's a unique unique move. What a, what a weird character. A, a Cuban cocaine Miami drug lord guy, but he's... Scott Hall. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's it's amazing. It's amazing that it worked. And even even with having that success, he then goes on to WCW and you know before the the land of the internet, or, you know the internet's you know like very much in its infancy at the time. Mm-hmm. Nobody yeah, knew words. You know, you, you know, people knew why, you know, they didn't know why he was, what he was there, but they didn't know what he was gonna do or something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He said he he said he said some words. He was holding the ticket. He was holding the ticket. He's just here to watch. You all know why I'm here, but you don't know <laughs> what I'm here for or something. I man, uh, what a what a great <laughs> retrospective. What a great retrospective and honor to his memory. This is. <laughs> yeah, coming coming fresh off our quick conversation about how we we can't remember anything. But we did have a very in-depth conversation about mm. him and Shawn Michaels when we did five-star matches. So we thought we'd put this, you know, repost this five-star match uh, podcast that we did about Shawn Michaels and Razor Ramon. Definitely worthy of being a five-star match. The, the, the original, the premiere, the building block ladder match with 6-7 Scott Hall. Not, and I think you and I were both skeptical at first. We're like, "Hey, was HBK carrying him? Let's let's watch this match and find out." And absolutely not, because you know, Razor Ramon, Scott Hall, such a cool character, such such just oozing machismo, charisma. But damn fine in the ring too. And I don't I don't know if we were ready to. We we knew that at first, but watching this match is is definite proof. Dude could go. Yeah. So without further ado, we present five star matches. Shawn Michaels versus Razor Ramon for the Intercontinental Championship at WrestleMania 10. Enjoy! New Jabroni Pro Wrestling presents Five Star Matches! Coming to you from Fabulous Studio B in Brayton, Florida, it's Five Star Matches, a show where we discuss pro wrestling matches awarded a coveted five-star ranking by Wrestling Observer's Dave Meltzer and decide if they are truly of five-star caliber. I'm your host, Daniel Solorzno, and joining me today is longtime faithful G1 companion, Bonesaw Ryan Rudnick. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) See, that's that's from Dave Bow Bow, so... Uh, that that's funny that you say that because I was thinking about all the various oh yes and I was I've got like, a couple that, more. That I'm gonna run out real soon though. Yeah, uh, you've got like Duffman and maybe like one or two more. <laughs> well, that's the bad thing. I think I I tried to do Duffman, but I just did not. I did not nail it. So you called it something else, and I said, yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> this is really strong on the front. <laughs> I don't uh, think I came hard enough. Uh, so we're uh, the match that we're gonna talk about today uh, is uh, Shawn Michaels versus Razor Ramon uh, at WrestleMania 10. Uh, before we get into that, I I wanted to ask you what's what's your opinion of Dave Meltzer? Because I for someone who is a wrestling fan, I kind of stay out of the IWC because I feel like a lot of those people are assholes and I don't want to hear their opinions. And they seem to not like Dave Meltzer. 
Or that, some people do and some people don't. I'm, is that is that internet wrestling community? Is yeah, that IWC? That, yeah. Or yeah, is that another right. promotion that I haven't heard of yet? <laughs> yeah, and that's exactly what I thought it was for okay. a really long time. I had I had to do some some word math there real quick. Um, I'm not. Uh, I follow the subreddit Squared Circles sometimes. Sometimes I need to take a little break. And, and so yeah, it seems like there's a lot of people who dislike that people put so much stock in Dave Meltzer. I don't put anything in him terribly much because he's behind a paywall. I think for the most part. Um, and I think I like wrestling best when I don't know as much behind the scenes, forthcoming stuff. I think that was kind of like the precursor to me bailing out the first time. It's like I was starting to book too many matches, knowing that The Rock was going to go disappear for movie filming, and that it just that kind of takes some of the fun out of it. So I try to keep a blind eye on on a lot of that stuff if I can help it. Okay, uh, what what do you think about him as as far as being like a uh, 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 a, a a critic? I, I think I, I take his word. If if he says a match is a good match, I'm sure it's a good match. Um, there, the the dude is steeped in history and has been in in the IWC for a long time. So like he's got the breadth of knowledge that I think he can reflect on it properly. So yeah, if he says a match is a five star match, I'm gonna put I'll put faith in that and assume that. I I yeah, that, that's kind kind of the same as for me. I, I mean, to me, he's like a he's like wrestling Ebert. Uh, in in terms yeah. of like he he's like the uh, he's he's the go to for uh, so much so that I don't know that there are other people that are on that level of you know uh, dole, doling out those uh, those critiques on wrestling matches. But uh, I mean from from the stuff that I've seen, you know I I I more or less uh, you know think that he's he's pretty spot on with stuff. And and I think I I think through these uh, series of uh, episodes maybe we'll find out just how reliable he is uh, with these uh, ratings. Yeah, I think this will be a test on that, and so far so good um, from what I've done before and with with this match. Uh, I think he's bad a thousand. Oh well, right on. Uh, this, so I like I, I I like the idea of this format because uh, it, it's. It's a real, it's a real Jabroni University. Uh, it's really true to the spirit of Jabroni University, which is a uh, to to inform, <laughs> or or at least to make James have to watch shows that he doesn't want to watch. But now, at, at least if we know that the shows are really good, like it'll, we'll, we're inclined to watch these matches, and it's I I think that this should be a lot of fun, and uh, a, a nice uh, learning experience for for all those involved. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, when when wrestling's good, it's it's at, when it's at its best. Like, oh, it's it's something special. So yeah, this is the kind of stuff you could show somebody and really teach them something about what what this can what this art form can look like. So uh, let's 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 get into this. Uh, this uh, our our match tonight takes place on a lovely brisk evening. It's March twentieth, nineteen ninety four, and we're in New York City's famed Madison Square Garden. Uh, and this match takes place in front of a capacity crowd of 18,065 people. Wikipedia says Madison Square Garden's, uh, capacity for wrestling events is 18,5. Uh, do you think Vince McMahon would pad his numbers a little bit? That sounds impossible. (laughs) Uh, the story of this match starts back in the fall of 1993. Uh, after not defending his Intercontinental title for more than 30 days, uh, Jack Tunney stripped Shawn Michaels of the Intercontinental title. Uh, let's go into some actual reasons for this uh, happening <laughs> that don't have anything to do with uh, kayfabe. Just kidding. <laughs> uh, it It is funny, though, because it's Shawn Michaels being an asshole. <laughs> Uh, we, we've got Shawn Michaels refused to drop the belt. These, these are all possible reasons. Shawn Michaels refused to drop the belt. Uh, contract negotiation disputes. Uh, failed drug test and a subsequent suspension, uh, which involve uh, which he decides he wants to quit over. Uh, let's unpack that. What do you think out of those three reasons it was? Well, I, I thought I had heard it was a steroid suspension, so that's always been what I've believed. That's what I've gone along with. Then I thought the the belt, not dropping the belt, was 
more like the kayfabe, the beginning of the kayfabe spin on it to take him off of television because he didn't lose, so it kind of fits that I'd ever lost the title vacated story that they could do to cover the uh, months off for, for Roy Nub. Uh, so I think what happened uh, <laughs> is... During contract negotiations, the actual person, Shawn Michaels, refused to drop the Intercontinental title while he was high as piss on drugs. <laughs> Perfect. Steroids? <laughs> steroids, too? High as piss on uh, steroids. Yeah, yeah. Well, I... I <laughs> so, to, to fill this vacancy, a battle royale is held, and the two final contestants are Razor Ramon and Rick Martel. I wonder who wins that match. Rick Martel did. Uh, he he really earned that shot. So I'm really looking forward <laughs> to him challenging for the belt. Uh, oh, gets the belt. He gets the belt. Yep. Oh nope. I'm I'm checking my notes. Nope. The Razor Ramon one. Oh my bad. <laughs> so now now Razor Ramon is the Intercontinental Champion. Around comes Survivor Series and the return of Shawn Michaels. Almost like he was. Suspended for two months, but now he's back at Survivor Series. <laughs> yeah, he took he took Lawler's place. Is that what it was? Who who the hell cares? <laughs> it, 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 yeah, I just like that Lawler was still in the fold in '94. I'm I'm just trying to use some logic to to connect the dots and try to understand uh, the reasons of why why this match is happening. Anyway, uh-oh, Shawn Michaels says he never lost the Intercontinental title, so he's still the Intercontinental Champion. <laughs> and, you can't prove him wrong. And uh, we didn't ask this question on air, but to answer your question of why the hell there were two Intercontinental belts suspended above the ring, it's because Shawn Michaels, who never relinquished his title... Uh, not, neither ceremonially and apparently not physically either. He has an Intercontinental Championship, so he just starts carrying it around. He literally never dropped it. Exactly. Uh, and this feud, uh, it, it continues all the way up, and it culminates at WrestleMania 10. And best of all, it culminates in a ladder match, baby! And was this this was the first ladder match on pay-per-view? This is the first ladder match on pay-per-view. Uh it was not it was not the first uh ladder match that that's ever happened. Sure. And it and it was not the the first ladder match that happened in uh the World Wrestling Federation. Mm-hmm. Uh it, how the story goes is uh Bret Hart, God bless his soul. Uh, he he brings he brings the ladder match to the table, and the first WWF wrestling match was actually Sean and uh, and Brett. Um, how however, uh, according to what I read, I haven't seen I haven't seen that one, and they aired it at a uh, like on a really weird thing or whatever. But uh, this this first actual match at WrestleMania was the superior of the of the first uh, ladder matches. So. While it may not have been the first ladder match, it's definitely like the ladder match is a thing now, and this is the, the loudest ladder match. A- absolutely, people are actually seeing it for once. Because I think the first one went to went to like video. Uh, yeah, probably. Maybe, maybe. It, yeah, it, it any anything's possible in the World Wrestling Federation. Let's let's get into this match. Uh, so. <laughs> Straight away, uh, a nice shot of the uh, of the titles above above the ring, uh, and straight away it, it's Jerry Lawler says too many funny things to to write yeah. all of them down. I mean, it, it, we'd be talking for an extra hour if if I wrote all the things, but I wrote at least this this one thing: the real one of Shawn Michaels and the bogus one of Razor Ramon. <laughs> yep. Yep. I I, mean, I didn't get that K one, but I'll, I'll get you covered on some other ones. Yeah, <laughs> I, and I was looking; it's like both of them look real. So yeah, this had to pique my interest into uh, why the hell are there two belts? Which delved into some history looking afterwards. <laughs> and I like that the the contingency is you have to pull both belts. Yeah, uh, yeah. Specifically <laughs> stated, not really utilized, unfortunately. Yeah, and you know, probably because Vince McMahon is running this show. 
Why? Why, why did you do say both? Why do any anything interesting? To be fair to Vince McMahon, at this point, the the latter match the ladder itself, itself is, is, interesting. is interesting enough. Um, so uh, they they get announced to the ring. I hate T. S. Hayes. I yes. like I hate him so much that even just when I hear his voice, I'm like, I fucking hate you. <laughs> it, it, what it really reminds me of is uh, his God. Did you did you watch his fucking Hall of Fame speech? No. If you've got an extra three hours and you're doing nothing, by all means, oh God, it was so terrible. I mean, like you see Triple H in a crowd, like Jesus Christ, pal, like yeah. wrap it up. You have been talking for it. He talked for like two hours. It was in. Oh God, it, he he was filibustering, and there was there was no reason to do it. And on top of that, I think like someone actually deserving of the award went on after him. It's I hate TSA. It's God, he's he's the fucking worst. Uh. And then that sweet, sweet HBK music hits. And he comes out with Diesel. Who the hell cares? That's uh, not fair. Okay, cool. <laughs> I, you know what? I've uh, To be fair, I've, I've never seen anything about Diesel that made me go, yeah, Diesel's a cool guy. No, All I know wasn't. about Diesel is that he was more or less like calling a lot of the shots at WCW, and mm-hmm. I made me hate him. I just remember him as a foil to Razor Ramon, who I was a fan of, so I hated him. And I hated seeing it again across his belly, the Diesel. It looks like kind of like the Back to the Future font, I think, so it's just goofy <laughs> on top of other things. Oh, boy. <laughs> so HBK comes out, and he steps around the ladder. That That is smart. Uh, <laughs> uh, Velveteen Dream Glasses. <laughs> Velveteen. Uh, I knew he. I knew he ripped those off a of dream. <laughs> he 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 really did. Oh, God, I love Velveteen Dream. He's so great. <laughs> uh, he 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 come he comes out to the ring. Uh, no no pyro. Probably because we're in Madison Square Garden. And on mm-hmm. top of that, I, he also he's only the Intercontinental Champ. Uh, is he the Intercontinental Champion at this point? Officially, no. But he but he but he cried and gnashed and you know. Carry the belt around, so fuck you. You don't. You don't get pyro. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, not a huge pop for him. Uh, and, and then Razor comes out and he's looking muy macho. And oh, they lo- they lo- they love him. They were loving him. I I I, I got to tell you this, man. I don't know shit about Razor Ramon, but he walked under the ladder, and I was like, that is so badass. Yep. Uh, that he, he does the razor slide. <laughs> I I thought I thought Shawn Michaels would walk under under the ladder and uh, but no, nope. uh, Ra- razor just looking so cool, so cool. Dripping uh, as Vince said, dripping gold <laughs> off his neck. Kicks as he's dripping something off his hair too. <laughs> Burger grease. <laughs> uh, oh <gym>. God. Jacar <laughs> uh, <Dracar> Noir. <laughs> Oh, oh no! God. I'm sorry. I forgot. I always forget. He's actually Cuban, so it was uh, Agua de Violetas. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, re- uh, so, uh, so the the match the match starts, and we've we've got an opening volley of standing switches, uh, some hip toss bl- uh, blocks. Uh, Shawn Michaels does a cool little backfit reversal, and then Razor just plants HBK with a fucking Uranagi. Just plants him good. Razor through a toothpack. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, all HBK at the yeah, start. Uh, yeah. Uh, 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 Razor subsequently uh, dumps Shawn Michaels to the outside, and man, Razor just looks strong and fucking fast. This is this is peak Razor Ramon right now. Uh, D- Diesel. Diesel hits Shawn Michaels with a running forearm. Vince McMahon calls it a clothesline because Vince McMahon's a fucking idiot. <laughs> he's got such a good voice, though. I like him calling matches, even though he's not always the best words. But he sound—he just got the right sound for it. Uh, the best words is right. And let me tell you why I fucking hate Vince McMahon calling matches. Uh, 
I've got a fun drinking game for you. It's drink every time Vince McMahon says, UNBELIEVABLE! Uh, if you do it in this match, you'll be drunker than HBK and Razor Ramon on a two-day bender, because he says it about 800 times. Okay, we're gonna have to start, I'm gonna have to start tallying that then. Oh, yeah, it was, it, it's, I started noticing it, and then it happened, like, five more times, uh, and this was, like, in the middle of the match. Like, how many fucking times can you say it in barely <laughs> 20 minutes? I'm thinking about it now, and you I think, uh, I think I'm in for it, you're right. Oh it, yeah, it was it was it was bad, and you and you're and you're right in uh, tr- uh in in true uh <laughs> fashion. He has he, <laughs> unlike Donald Trump, who has the best words. Vic, Vince McMahon does not have the best words. <laughs> uh, but Diesel gets kicked out. Thank God. Earl Hebner gives him the boot. <laughs> you didn't see anything. Oh God. Yeah, it, it's I, I'm I'm glad that this uh ra- this match that does have no rules at least ceremonially now like there there's not there's not going to be any outside interference. It's going to be a fair contest at least, which yeah, I, as, as fair as a ladder can be. Well, you know, for it, it, it's there's not anything that you can do in the match that's not going to be fair, other than having another person to help you whip up on the on the thing, which is totally unfair. It's right. ugh, I, I I hate that. I'm glad he got kicked out. I didn't want to see I didn't want to see Diesel's stupid face anyway. <laughs> uh, but then again, he is really funny in Grandma's Boy and really in everything that he acts oh, yeah. in. So, uh, all right, Diesel, it's I'll reserve judgment on you. He was he had his time in, in WCW. <laughs> It wouldn't have been as fun without him. All right, uh, it, uh, I, they're they're back they're back in the ring. Uh, HBK uh gets whipped in the corner and does his little corner flip up thing, uh, which yes, looks really I, cool. And then he uh fl- he flips back down. Yeah, I was tracking. This is where I started tracking the HBK oversells. This was number one when he yeah whipped to the corner and then flipped into a sitting on top position. Oh God, I I I I like that. Uh, I, I like that you mentioned that because uh, he was. Uh, is first of all, is is it bad to oversell things? No, it's bad. It, it's it's fine in its moment. Like, and I think you have to be good at it. HBK is the best at it. Um, you could probably get mad at Dolph Ziggler for doing it a little too much, but he makes it work sometimes. Uh, <laughs> hence why he got his ass kicked by Goldberg. <laughs> Um, uh, but no, H- HBK can do it because wrestling should be fun, and like sometimes that includes a little bit of comedy. Uh, uh, there's something goofy that's sus- uh, extra suspension of disbelief. Um, uh, like when he when the Undertaker punches him and he flips down the entire entrance ramp, uh, all <laughs> 100 feet of it, and it's and it's the best damn thing, and it sells the Undertaker like hell. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> so and there, and there's more. We've got more. Don't worry. There's more. <laughs> and every time it was great. It wasn't. It was always. It, it wasn't sticking out and making me uncomfortable or awkward. It was excellent every time. Yeah. So done yeah. well. It's perfect. Yeah. It, it's uh, all good things in moderation. Uh, and done flawlessly, of course. Sean. Sean gets. Uh, Sean uh, gets dumped to the outside, and Razor immediately starts removing the outside padding. So I'm like, okay, this like, hopefully something good happens here. Uh, also, also I want I want to say that uh, I I think as the matches are further or later in time, this you know we're in 1994 right now, and also this is like the first ladder match. I think, uh. I mean, I don't know. Some sometimes I feel like we may have to grade some of these earlier matches differently than than some of the later matches. Uh, but I I I I would have to say for this match, I was uh, I was engaged the entire time, uh, and th- this this match had some good stuff that happened. So I mean, mm. I don't know. I think I I I think maybe we'll find out that a five star match is a five star match. Yeah, I was I was having these fears uh, to kind of debate with myself in the early stage of this match. Is uh, are yeah, are we gonna have to grade this on the curve for time and context, which is understandable, because um, it started off with kind of your your basic '90s move set, uh, nothing nothing too imaginative, and it wasn't until right around the time of this first HBK oversell that I started going. You know what? I th- I think there's gonna be a little bit more uh, going on here, and HBK is gonna re- really kick it up at some point. Um, 
that that yeah this will be a five-star match for a reason uh and 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 what you were saying with the uh with with the move sets you know being uh, being what they are i mean even even if they're not like like super innovative and stuff i i'll i'll tell you this uh razor ramon has a really good stiff right hand like every time he was mm-hmm. landing just right hands like oh they they mm-hmm. were so crisp and so good like the uh, uh uh, and he he you know he was he was launching a bunch of those uh and they they were very good uh mm-hmm. so anyway uh he 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 removes all the padding um now they're back in the ring and razor uh gets the setup for a razor's edge and Shawn michaels dumps him to the outside right onto the fucking concrete and i was just like oh god mm-hmm. that looked so fucking painful yeah this, yeah, this is when it started. I, I feel like I'm like, okay, I'm not worried about this anymore. There, there's gonna be some some good act, some strong moves, and some good action coming up here. Yeah, and I, uh, um, I've I've seen this match one time, and it was maybe like a year ago. So I, I, this was still a pretty fresh match for me. Uh, how? When was the last time you saw this match? Have you watched it a bunch? Have you watched it a, a no, little bit? Uh, once before, maybe about a year ago, okay, but not okay. not with a notepad and a pen in my hand, which brings an extra level of 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 attentiveness. All right. Uh, so now he's uh, now Razor's crumpled on the floor. HPK uh, grabs grabs the ladder. Uh, Razor gives him some stiff hands and grabs the ladder back from him. And uh, uh, meanwhile, HBK goes in the ring, fucking winds up off the ropes, and baseball slides the ladder into Razor's face. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, he got him. He got him good. I was I was hoping for more of a reaction when I watched them watching that match after the fact, uh, watching it together. Because um, yeah, he took it right on the chin. It was good. It was right that about that time too that we saw the uh, the fan shirt of the night, the giant white sweater, the puffy sweater with the jing- uh, the big pink F on it. <laughs> Which I figured had to spell something eventually. I think we found it was WWF, but he gets the point because he was the original F. There's two W's. <laughs> oh, it was so bright pink though. It was great. Oh man, uh, I I just like this is this is this point where I like when when I saw him do that, I was like, okay, like some cool stuff is probably going to end up happening in this match because to like. Baseball sliding a, a ladder into somebody's face, and keep in mind, like uh, that, no ladder matches that have happened at this point virtually. Uh, Sean Sean Michaels is a fucking a, a ring genius, uh, and uh, yeah, I just I just liked it. So more 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 to come on on what happens here. Yeah, that was such a cool thing. I was thinking, like, these guys have never seen these people uh, on pay-per-view or in the stands. Like, they probably have never seen any of this or even imagined anything like this. So even at something as simple nowadays as just baseball sliding the ladder is just mind-blowing at that time. Yeah, what what cool stuff can we do with a ladder? Yeah. HBK uh, starts attacking Razor with the ladder. Uh, they're back in the ring now. Uh, mid, mid-section attacks. Uh, he's attacking him in the back. <laughs> Uh, Razor climbs up onto the ropes and <laughs> Sean just chucks the fucking ra- the ladder into his back. <laughs> yes, uh, and I I always love when stuff gets thrown at people. It's it's a great offensive maneuver to me. I, I think he said he made that one up on the spot. And hey, good good for him because th- that- his back was screaming for it. <laughs> uh, and now he he set up. He's set the la- he's, uh Shawn Michaels has set the ladder up and he's ready to climb, ready to ready to grab those titles. Razor ready to grab something else. <laughs> Razor pulls down HBK's pants and Shawn gives him a bare ass elbow drop off of the bare ladder. Butt elbow drop. <laughs> and I I I love that. It, it's eventually he pulls his pants up. He mm-hmm. pulls his pants up not before the elbow drop, but after. Bare ass elbow drop. I loved it. <laughs> See, that's the picture I want to bring to the autograph show. <laughs> if you could get it big enough, Razor's, just... Razor's show. <laughs> sign, sign, Sean Michael, Sean Michaels, ass for me, please. <laughs> uh, you were close enough soon enough. <laughs> uh, HBK moves the ladder into a corner now, uh, and. Probably, probably uh, the the spot of this match. He gives Razor, 
He he climbs up the turnbuckle and he gives Razor a big old splash off the top of the ladder. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, right after the bear butt. And that and that's one of the uh, the iconic images of that, uh, which they were talking. Uh, Sean and uh, Razor were talking about it. Like we get these these two pictures, and one of them is the the picture of Sean doing the splash off of the ladder in midair, and it's it's a great picture. Poor Razor having to sign that every time. <laughs> <laughs> poor, you know what? Poor, poor Razor indeed. I, I just like I just want to say about Razor Ramon is the guy went through all the trials and tribulations that someone can go through, but I I never got the sense that Razor was an asshole. I I got the sense that he was a victim of circumstance. Uh, he did go through stuff, and and I always I always uh I joke about when people go through through bad stuff like you know being high as shit and drunk as fuck and just looking like shit in a lot of really bad matches and it's i i i acknowledge the the struggle but i think if we can't you know like talk talk about these things then what what are we what are we doing here in all seriously in all seriousness though the, the guy went through some stuff and i i just i just get that razor is probably a really cool guy um, yeah, I agree. I get that too. Not not like that terrible Diesel guy, though. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> or that Alex Saber Jr. <laughs> oh God! All right. I'm sorry. I, I went off onto a weird tangent there. Let's. I'm sorry. I got to shuffle through my notes here for a second. No, that's important. It's, when I was watching the interview with him after the fact, I thought of him as like he's he's that uncle who was in rehab at one point, but now he comes back. But he 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 still won't buy beer for the kids because he's a good guy and he knows that's bad. Uh, don't go down the path that I did. <laughs> so, uh, 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 Sean gets to the top of the ladder. And, uh, again, Razor knocks the ladder over. HBK, uh, gets hung up on the top rope. Um, good, good oversell there. Oh, he, I think, do we have when he got catapulted into the ladder outside of the ring? Oh, n- not, not yet. That one's coming. Okay. Uh, okay. he... He, uh, there, were, he, there were two bounces. Okay, yeah, I remember the one you're talking about now. Yeah, that that that's the yeah. He gets hung up on the rope and then he bounces like a million feet into the air and yes. then and then lands on his back. Uh, now HBK props the the ladder up in a corner. Oh, okay, uh, there it is. That was oversell number two. Thank you. Yeah, uh, I couldn't a, read my a, notes. Yeah, HBK props uh, props the ladder in the corner. He Irish whips Razor Ramon. Uh, Razor Ramon reverses the Irish whip, and then Sean eats a bunch of ladder and falls to the outside. And hell yeah, that is an oversell. <laughs> yeah, that one, that one went in there too. Could, yeah, that was. Yeah, that, he, that was perfect. <laughs> he he does he does like the uh, the, the Ric Flair like go go over the the top rope thing, <laughs> but while still eating ladder and then getting just falling on the outside is like oh yeah that was that was rough looking. Mm. Uh. Razor goes to the outside and starts whomping Sean's ass with with the ladder all all around the ring, uh, and he props the ladder up up against uh, the uh, ring apron and catapults Sean into the ladder, and that was an oversell. Yeah, I like that because he got he hit him and he didn't quite go back, so you kind of you saw Sean kind of like look back and then give it a little extra a little extra oomph to spring back and land. I'm like, oh wait, is he reversing it? Is he gonna come back with an elbow drop? No, 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 he's just still reeling. And and. I, Muscle spasms. I, what what do you think of the catapult as, as a wrestling maneuver? It that's one of the sillier ones for me. I, it never makes sense. I always try to figure out how it works, but I never can. And, so my my opinion. It was good it, to see it again because I feel like we don't see it very often. Uh yeah, and now it, nowadays it, it's a. Uh, it, I I always I always think it's it's a silly maneuver. Uh, probably because like. If you catapult somebody, you have to catapult them into something, or it's like, it's kind of a uh, like catapulting into the, someone into the turnbuckle is like that's, yeah, that's not a, a that's not a very great move. Yeah. Catapulting someone into a ladder, okay, I can live with that. Yeah. Uh, or, or a prop table or something. Yeah, uh, I I like th- I like the one where they uh, uh, if they're under the ring rope and then they a get cactus. catapulted into the bottom rope. That one always mm. I like that one because that's that like, I do like oh yeah that looks painful. Yeah, I, I like that guillotine action. Uh, now Razor is back in the ring. He sets up the ladder. Uh, HBK 
<laughs> climbs up on the turnbuckle <laughs> and does a diving overhead blow from the turnbuckle to knock Razor off. Doesn't I like make... too, at, this, at this point, you notice that Earl Hebner's staying outside of the ring. He just doesn't want any part to do with this because he's gonna. He, it's just getting messy in there. And he's just hiding on the edge. I, I I did notice that, and it's it's almost like a. Here's here's the thing. A good ring announcer would be like all all the referee is here to do is, I mean, literally nothing. He he was there to throw Diesel out, but. You know, Vince McMahon can't say, unbelievable. <laughs> he can't stop saying that for more than, you know, one, uh, once a minute, every minute without fail. So, you know, it, it's something that you just have to kind of notice. Uh, Razor sets up the ladder. Okay, uh, yeah, he, he set up the ladder, uh, gets knocked off of it by the overhead blow fr- from the uh, from the turnbuckle, which which was a good bit of a athleticism. Mm-hmm. Uh the the ladder's set back up, and both men climb the ladder, and now Razor's body. Uh, oh God, Razor body slams HBK off the ladder. <laughs> yeah, they were trading punches, and then it was like a it was like a half suplex, half hip toss thing off the. But it looked it just had a good snapping action, and it. it just looked like a good good flip and twist action off yeah. the top. Yeah, yeah, and, which is- and the ladder crumples. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, the the ladder. Yeah. Uh, the, the the latter definitely at this point is now I'm like oh man, uh, Razor climbs the ladder and it legitimately looks like it's going to break now. <laughs> yeah, at that point I thought like well they need to go get another ladder. This one probably doesn't work anymore. It got twisted in half. And as, turns out there was no ladder. Yeah, as you'll recall from the conversation afterwards, they're like, well we didn't have a ladder, another ladder. We didn't think what might happen if if something happened to the ladder. We we might and just be like, standing there like a couple idiots. Yeah, it oh, it's funny. so you have a uh, ladder which by uh, Jerry Lawler's estimation weighs between eighty and a hundred pounds. <laughs> <laughs> That that's overselling. <laughs> uh, then you've got you've got two dudes who are you know probably weigh four hundred and fifty pounds collectively on a ladder that's probably rated to only uh, hold maybe three hundred pounds. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's I, I fuck it. It was the one toss in there. Yeah, it was it was still the Wild West back then. Who who the hell cares? The, the I, letter. I, I love the fly by the seat of the pants producing. I I mean yeah, yeah it's character. It, it, it's I would like to know what would have happened if you lower if, it and who can jump up and reach it. <laughs> yeah, or I mean you you know like it, it's they they would they would have to do something. It it, it would be like hey I'm gonna. I'm going to clothesline you into Earl Hebner, who's just standing on the outside. Because I think that they'd be able to be like, let's communicate, get the belt lowered, and then I'll do like a mm-hmm. flapjack on you, and you could grab grab the belts as I've got you elevated. Razor picks him up for the razor's edge, and as he's about to slide him down, Michaels reaches up and grabs both the belts. <laughs> oh, fuck, man. We should be re- we should be producing wrestling matches. Yeah, we'll, we'll handle all the, uh, the the plan B scenarios <laughs> when shit's gone totally to hell. Uh, so Ra- raises back up on the ladder, which looks like it's gonna break. HBK drop kicks the ladder just barely, <laughs> just barely. Razor falls off. Razor falls down. The ladder does not. <laughs> <laughs> so HBK, being very helpful, goes and tips it onto Razor. Well, look here. Here's what happened. Um. When you have, uh, it's basically a Newton's cradle effect. All of the force traveled through the ladder in into Razor so perfectly that the shock knocked him off, leaving the ladder unscathed and in place. Vibrations. That's 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 just how that that's the that's the first law of thermodynamics. Is that is that why Kenta doesn't actually kick people? <laughs> Uh, well, you, it, it, yeah. I, I mean, it's more like a horizontal cannonball than a dropkick. Moment at the apex of the parabola. Uh, yeah, uh, Shibata, Shibata does it better. Shibata did it first. 
It's it's gonna be funny. When, it's gonna be fun when those two come to blows. I'll I'll be excited for that. Uh, so uh, or or they've already come to blows. You de- <laughs> you decide depending on when you're hearing this. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. Uh, or will be good. Or I'm hoping to see it later tonight. Irish whip, Irish whip off of the ropes. Uh, R- razor. Gain speed off the ropes twice and just eats a full speed sweet shit music. Oh man, Razor Razor was trucking right into that. <laughs> it was so good. Uh man, it, it's I I don't think I've seen too many people eat a super kick at full speed like that. That was no. really great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that one got a couple exclamation points. H- HBK uh with a razor's edge setup. <laughs> Which is going to be so insulting, and then he King, uh, King calls it the ultimate humiliation. Oh God! But but he does he doesn't give him a razor's edge, but just as well he gives him a fucking big ass pile driver. It looked driver. good and painful, and, nice and paralyzing. And and man, uh, you can tell how big Razor is in that moment uh, when he mm. ha- when he has him over. It's like fuck, like yeah. Sean looks kind of small in comparison. Razor's big. Uh, it's all that machismo. Guys, so much. Swole with machismo. Uh, HBK. <laughs> HBK uh, sets sets the ladder up in the turnbuckle and rides it all the way down on the on on the razor. And I was so like, cool. oh yeah, God, like I. I've never seen anyone. I've never seen anyone do that since. Mm-hmm. Uh, granted, I haven't seen every single ladder match that's happened between now and then. I have. I've, it hasn't I've, happened. I've probably watched every at least WWE one between you know 2015 and now un, until uh, I didn't see the one between Becky and Oscar and Charlotte Flair, which apparently was really good. Maybe uh, maybe I'll watch it. It's it's hard for me to watch WWE unless I steal from them. <laughs> Which I did and do. Uh, he he rides the ladder and uh, yeah, that that move was so sweet. Um, HBK is climbing the ladder now, and Razor shoulder tackles the ladder, uh, ending up in HBK with an "ow my ball" scenario, getting hung <laughs> up on the ropes once again. Yeah, he got his leg all twisted in there. It was uh, he he was not getting out anytime soon. And except uh, he did, and then he got his arm caught on accident. <laughs> Whoopsie. Uh oh. While all of that ha- is happening, Razor climbs the ladder at a snail's pace, uh, which I am wanting to believe uh, be that had more to do with the ladder looking like it could collapse at any moment more than him overselling climbing the ladder. It was really, really only on two legs, I think. It was wobbling back and forth like crazy, I'm sure. Razor climbs the ladder. Unclasps both of the Intercontinental titles, including the fake one uh, of Shawn Michaels, that neither neither me nor the World Wrestling Federation acknowledged at that point, and falls off the ladder N64 style to win the match (laughs) at WrestleMania 10. Razor Ramon is the undisputed and also still intercontinental champion because he was the intercontinental champion coming into this match and Shawn Michaels wasn't. Oh, if ever if ever there was a match where, where the guys needed ice packs at the end. They <laughs> they they look like they took a beating. <laughs> I'm just uh I would want one probably for my arm and for my hip after getting dumped out onto the concrete. Shawn Michaels uh, needed for his, for out his balls. Uh that was that was the match. It clocked in at uh, 1847, I want to say. Yeah, it didn't feel like that. It was uh I mean it was quick, but felt felt like longer action than that. Felt like yeah, a full no, real match. Yeah, it was uh yeah, it was just about eight, 18 minutes. Not not uh, a little over 18 minutes. Not 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 a long match. But, yeah, but plenty it was, of heft. Oh yeah, it was a uh, it was a great match. It was a uh, uh, also sandwiched in between two WWF world title defenses for some reason. Yeah. Luger uh, before, right? Bre- and- it was Brett against Yokozuna, who the hell yeah. cares, and Brett against someone else, and then Brett okay. is, the, is the champion. I, I, I rewound too much. 
Uh, yeah. So it, I saw Lex Luger yelling at Mr. Perfect. Oh, God. Le- uh, Lex Luger. just made Lu- me mad. I'm like, why, why can't I have more giant muscle-bound men just straight out yelling and hating each other right, right well, in the back tunnel? I I'll, need some anger. I'll tell you why you can't have that. I need that. some steroid anger. I, I'll, I'll, t- I'll tell you why you can't have that. And it doesn't have anything to do with not being able to do steroids because... You know, Ryback was clearly still doing steroids up into this modern era, and <laughs> no one was saying shit to him about it. Uh, it made Jinder, Hall, Jinder Mahal so interesting, though. <laughs> this is uh, a purely satirical podcast, and nothing could be used against us. <laughs> uh, part part of me wants to really not believe that about Jinder Mahal. I, you know what, I, I like that, that he was, then. let's, let's I, not believe that. I like that he was a tar, yeah, a, allegedly, I, I, I don't know, it, it's, <laughs> I'm, I'm only based, I, I'm only based on my Ryback thing off of, you know. It was all reckless speculation. Off of CM Punk, who, you know, is not without his faults, uh, most recently I hate him for being, you know, screwing over Colt Cabana, but that's, yeah, whatever. Mm. Um... But but to touch back on why you can't have angry men, uh, angry muscled men yelling at people is because uh, all the people that are in uh, WWE are actually good wrestlers, so they don't have to resort to that. I want them to though. Lex Luger is awful. He's not yeah, a good he, wrestler. Yeah. Oh no, I'm not disagreeing <laughs> with that. <laughs> he Never was, found the appeal. Yeah, uh, he was a. Uh, he was a Vince McMahon's uh, Hulk Hogan contingency plan because Hulk Hogan was going bald. <laughs> uh, oh God! So that uh, that's the match. Uh, what uh, what what did you think about it? I thought I thought it was a great match. Uh, definitely worthy of its of its five stars. Um, first ladder match and some really interesting, exciting stuff that having seen a bunch of ladder matches I hadn't seen before. Yeah, um, uh, in in uh, in a match where none of those things had ever happened before, a lot a lot of you know a lot of cool firsts. Yeah, and uh, it really so back in the beginning of recording with you, you we talked about this match briefly, and you asked the question. I said maybe Razor did a good job in that match because it'd been a while since I'd seen it. But you said, well, HBK could carry anybody to that five star match. So that was kind of watching through that prism too to really see. And I mean, this was a showcase for HBK and seeing him put on one of his best matches it was it was a real treat Ra- razor was no slouch but i mean this was this was the hbk show do you I, agree with that yeah i i can yeah i can i can tend to agree with that um i i haven't watched i haven't really watched razor enough to uh like as as far as like putting on wrestling matches mm-hmm. so i don't he doesn't seem like the type of dude who can put on a clinic but then again right. you never know and also like what are the what are the standards for a, a wrestling clinic? Oh, well, I mean, a wrestling clinic. Uh, you you fucking you know one when you see one. Um, yeah, I feel I think he he had to know enough of the, the the basic holes to do some basic storytelling wrestling. So I think he's got the capable move set, but nothing too exciting. But it's the character performing the moves that just has so much I, adds so much to it. Uh, but I, I mean, as far as like, because there there wasn't a super ton of wrestling. In, in this match, but no. if if we can if we can say the sort of things, the these are the things that Razor did in this match. Uh, he was he was very fast, which is impressive because he's so fucking big. Very yeah. very fast. Uh, his stiff, crisp right hands. All of, mm-hmm. all of his right hands looked really good. Uh, he fucking took an over the top rope bump onto yep. the fucking concrete outside. So automatically, he he gets a million points for that. Yeah, he got rocked by that drop kick while he was on top of the ladder. Ooh. <laughs> uh, he. He uh he he did that uh he did that catapult thing uh into the ladder and uh he 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 body slammed HBK off of the ladder which you know that's you know HBK ate that but you know he did he did do that and he ate yeah. a full speed fucking sweet chin music yeah made it look great uh not uh he walked under the ladder uh, and <laughs> was already established himself as badass from from the from the offset and uh you know won the match. Yeah, I've never thought of him as all sizzle no steak. I know he can he can bring it, and the fact that they really didn't have a lot of this match planned out entirely 
really shows too. Like I can't just be all all Sean then. Uh, you know, the, some other guy wasn't going to give the this quality a match necessarily. Scott Hall no slouch. Yeah, I, I I mean like for for how little I know about Razor Ramon, mm-hmm. he he immediately came in and sold uh, he 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 was like hey buy this product and i was mm-hmm. like okay i yeah, will i think i think that's why i liked him as a kid because it's just like immediately you see him and you see you hear the music and you get like one little bit of that intro and you know exactly what this dude is about and it's cool <laughs> like so I, th- I think it was just so easy to just grab on uh to, to latch onto that as my as my first favorite it's it's funny too because like, you you mentioned the music and like I, the music hit, and I was like, I don't know about this music. And then he just sort of started doing his thing. And then when his music hit after he won the match, I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah, it's a, it was a good winning music. Uh, and the toothpick, I, man. I, every time I went to a restaurant as a kid, I always had to get the toothpick. <laughs> Flick it. That, well, you know Love what? That's, that, that's, uh, that, uh, that's, why, that's why I chose this match, man. I know, I know you had that, that deep childhood love of Razor, so... Hmm. He is. This, this is the only uh, five star match that that he's in. I think so. You know, we ha- ha- had to have you on to 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 talk about Razor and 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 HBK as well. Yeah, I HBK, mean, who, yeah. who doesn't like HBK? But yeah, you know, he's you, in my top list. You you had that you had that torch for him, and you know we we got to we got to see some good action today. Yeah, and this was such, you know this was such a perfect match for them. The the ladder being a, like a super weapon. It's a step above a chair, a step above a table. It's the ladder. Um, it's 80 pounds of steel, maybe 100 pounds of steel, even depending on the ladder. Um, so you get you got the bully with uh, Razor Ramon wielding that. It's perfect for him, but it's perfect for Sean because you get to oversell the hell out of it being such a strong weapon. And so he he got to do what he does best and just really take some take some licking. Very very nice. Uh, so final judgment: Does this match deserve five stars? Absolutely. I concur. Uh, great job. Great job, gang, uh, putting on a, a legendary match. Uh, fi- uh, officially, by our books, a five-star match. Uh, Bonesaw, any- anything else before we get out of here? Hey, yo. <laughs> uh, <laughs> didn't, no one said uh, it. No one said it the whole time. <laughs> Oh God! All right, for Bo- for Bonesaw, I'm Daniel Salorzno, and we'll see you next time for more. Five star matches.